0: One, two, four. Hello and welcome to Paper Tuesdays. The agenda for today's meeting will be, we will have maybe four minutes of light chit-chat. <laughs> um, maybe some laughter, perhaps. Then we mm. will go into maybe a couple of games. Yeah, We'll have some news articles. Um, we'll go through the minutes of the last meeting and then we will conclude
1: for tea and confectionery. Yeah. Do you know what? I was at a trade meeting lately mm. and the person said, well, we have a break. And... There was no response to him because no one in Ireland speaks out for meetings. And then, like, his co-host was like, no, let's not have a break. And then, no, I just want to do this one thing. And if you're having a meeting, you just have to break for the tea. You can't have this back and forth and drawn up agendas over, charters over, over whether or not you need the tea break or not. So was was there a tea break factored in? in There was, but he wanted to squeeze more out of us. He wanted to squeeze the life out of us and he didn't want to go over tea. But, like... No. No, you need the tea break. If was in the, the
0: plan, what's it called in the, the plan. plan? Is that what's called? Do you know when you have a plan for the AGM or whatever, this is what's going to be Oh happen. the agenda.
1: The agenda, the yes. Agenda. That's
0: what it's called. The agenda. Yeah.
1: That's, and so in our agenda you mentioned you were very humble and modest there, Mark. You, mm. you were putting oh no, we might have games or whatever. Yeah. But I know that Mark has been working hard on his games all week long. <laughs> so I would like to bring that to the top of the agenda. Yes. And so we'll have the games with Mark. Mark Halman to
0: the front of the classroom, please. <laughs> To read my homework. Okay, so game number one Ooh. is for you, Michael Dwyer. Oh, okay, how well do you know Michael Dwyer? Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't have a theme tune for this <laughs> game. Number one, what is Michael Dwyer's maiden name?
1: <laughs> my maiden name, Alexander Bonaparte. Bonaparte. <laughs> So that's minus one. <laughs> oh. Negative, negative marks.
0: Oh my goodness. There's me. no positive marks in this game, so if you get it right, you don't nothing happens. Oh. If you get it wrong, you lose a point. Okay, right. I just came up with that now. <laughs> question number two. Has Michael Dwyer ever seen a gruffalo?
1: No. Yes. He
0: oh. came in looking for a passport. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> could I forget? Question number... So, minus two. minus two. Question number three. Why has Michael Dwyer been kicked out of the FLA? Oh, <laughs> for spinning in some of these.
1: Ding, 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 oh, ding. Still on minus two. Still on minus two. <laughs> Can you tell us about that, Michael? I don't know if we've yeah. gone through that story on the podcast. I don't know. This is the thing when you're doing hundred over 100 episodes. You can't remember what you spoke about. Oh. It's like, kind of <laughs> So, you yeah. trust people to stay with us. But, yeah, like, um, I, in Leinster FLA... If I think it was up in Westmeath. I had this thing, thing where they do this thing they do um like you have five tunes in your trad jig and you want to give it your all for your session. It's around 12 minutes long and I remember there was this part and they go do 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 <laughs> and what was the problem? So the problem was that that would be unorthodox in traditional Irish music circles to have a double bass being yeah. spung. So after the county final like we had got through and whatever I'd forgotten but I was told reminded nicely Michael we might not do that again. <laughs> but then it got I got to the moment of the Leinster fab moment and I just uh, I forgot my reminder and I went out and I did this thingy thing anyway. And you got dequeued? Ah oh, well I suppose, it I was probably one of the last things part of my fast. It was one of my last things. Did class, you win? We didn't win the Lancer anymore. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. So maybe it was having an effect on our performance, and so mm-hmm. I apologise to my fellow performers. Apologise. Our apologies accepted. Uh, question number four.
0: What does Michael Dwyer have in common with oh. Philadelphia Phillies pitcher Pat Combs?
1: Um, um, we both have similar hairstyles.
0: No, you Mm. both have the middle name, Dennis. Oh. So minus three.
1: (laughs) Who is Michael's biggest crush? Biggest crush? Um, Oh, let me think hard about this. (laughs) (laughs) If
0: you get this, I will give you Um, all your points back.
1: (laughs) All my points. I think it's a television personality. Mm -hmm. Um, From growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to say Linda Martin. Ooh, (laughs) very close, Michael (laughs) Lister. Oh my Somebody is <laughs> four now. a minus four. <laughs> Question
0: number six: Out of the five senses, which is Michael's strongest?
1: Uh, um, hmm. I I think um <laughs> the sixth
0: wrong well being. <laughs> Michael has a strong sense of well-being. Minus five. Question number seven. What was Michael's favourite TV show as a child?
1: The news probably.
0: Wrong. Off the rails on RT. (laughs) Question number eight. What is Michael's favourite GAA sporting moment?
1: Oh, um, when Rory Jacob blocked uh, your man, uh, the any player, and then Wexford got a goal in 2004, when Leinster final. No. No. (laughs) When the Jack Russell ran out onto the pitch in
0: Croke Park. <laughs> Minus eight. <laughs> How does Michael like his tea?
1: Oh, very strong. Uh, very strong black as the ace of spades. Um, <laughs> there's more. Um, not more. Less. Less. Leave the tea bag in. What is there not? There's no sugar. Yes.
0: Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Minus. Eight, in, coming into the final question. Okay, very Can good. Can you pull it around? Question number 10. What is Michael Dwyer's favorite mode of transport? Uh,
1: uh, driving.
0: The Batmobile. The bat- so, Yes. <laughs> so that was minus seven, Michael. Oh, very right, good.
1: Not bad. Oh, you give me one.
0: Yeah. Sh- <laughs> shall we um, intersperse?
1: Yes, intersperse, sure. Now, Mark Halpin. Yes. I came across an article during the week. Okay. That loneliness in Ireland That we are the most lonely of European countries. So there was a survey of twenty-five thousand people, Mm. and over twenty percent of the Irish respondents said that they felt lonely most or all of the time. Twenty percent. That's not good. No.
0: I noticed that in America, and maybe it was just the people that were there, but they seem to have more in-person friendships, and they seem to do more stuff. Uh, like people met up with each other on the weekend it's like, you know, it's the weekend now I'm going to meet up with my friends or it's the evenings I'll meet up with my friends or they go to uh, group classes or they do things and they socialise well but then again, like I was in probably a a more affluent part of Chicago but yeah, I definitely see it in Ireland it's like, we're very closed off people in general
1: we don't want to inconvenience the other, I think
0: yes, yeah, yeah it's that fear of being an inconvenience that stops people, I suppose, from interacting socially or putting themselves forward or putting themselves out there.
1: It's a factor. And demographics are uh, density, population density, I thought that would be an issue now. like The lack of. or when, Yeah, like, over. as in... But I think it's an, it's a factor in everything. So, like, you could be in a town and you might not know anyone in the town yeah. because everything's just bustling or whatever. But yeah. if you're in a the village there's less opportunities for social outlets, bar, the pub on the weekend or... Um, seeing someone on a walk um like we it's it's a bit of a misnomer because we're living in what is one of the most connected uh, ages to yeah. be able to be instantly message across the world across the country across community and yet our screens aren't doing enough no. for us they're not
0: fulfilling the need but you're very good for it like you you in my opinion are very good for going and socializing in person with people you know you have different groups or meetings or different things you're a part of that you know you've a reason to go out and socialize with people
1: yeah and i think this is interesting later on i come i think this does have a bit to do with introversion and extroversion Mm. like i choose those outlets myself mark to like they're all very um I, I find that I, I enjoy more when there's a purpose for meeting. So like that we're meeting for whatever, a, a meeting as such. Like, yeah. And I, I I like that. Um, I, I, I get enthusiastic about that. But that's just because I can be very introverted. And I like a bit of time on my own to, to compose my thoughts. And um, I even notice now that it's becoming more intense that um, Ashton said something there today. And I rang her back 45 minutes later just to understand further what she had said. Right. It's that I chew on the words a lot more as an introversion. So I was wondering, Mark, do you take believe in introversion or extroversion? Yeah,
0: I do. Mm. I believe I'm uh, an introverted person, but I the only time I spend alone now is in my car, driving to work. Mm. So I've had to overcome that to an extent. Um, Like my whole job, I suppose, is extroverted. I'm dealing with people in like say a coaching relationship so there is a lot of back and forth communication i also like a family of fiance there's a lot like there's very little time i get to -hmm. spend on my own so when i do i really enjoy it and i think it's necessary i don't think and there's also like there seems to be a lot of um a bias towards extroversion and it's like introvert people should try be more extroverted or mm. say when you were younger people might have said you know you're very quiet or michael's a quiet chap or mark's a quiet chap and i used to take that as like a judgment or you mm. know as something there like something wrong with me for being quiet but i don't think that is necessarily the case there's no evidence to suggest that extrovert people are happier
1: hmm. just different ways of being isn't it like yeah um, yeah I think this might be, like, outlets is the most, uh, a big factor, I think, in loneliness. Um Society, though, like, uh, do you think we are, the West is, the West is probably more, like, a doing way of things, you know, everything, but it's a very practical way of being, like, if you are living in Gory and you are in a trade, you're probably best off, hopping in a car now, and, um, leaving the, for work at half six in the morning, and mm. wor- working on, probably five o'clock actually, I'm working on a building site in Dublin. Yeah, Like, so, I just, I think it begs the question of if we have learned from COVID. Mm. I don't know if, but were we to learn anything from COVID? Do, does does that ever cross your mind,
0: Mark? I loved COVID. Yeah. I loved it. I went to bed at eight o'clock every night. I woke up at half four every morning. I had the whole day to do what I wanted. Um I didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't have to be anywhere. Actually, I could work a bit because of um, I had a job part time. That was I could work and that was good. So I I actually enjoyed it. Um, But like even last night, we were out at a a party and I enjoyed that. Like I didn't I went into it kind of, you know, I I go to this yoke now or whatever. And I I honestly thoroughly enjoyed it. Just being able to go out and there is no reason for being there other than just being there yeah you know there's no task there's no there's nothing there's just enjoy other people's company so i enjoyed that a lot more than i thought because i never do it really anymore there's a sort of a reason or you know something to be done always whereas now it was just about relax and just enjoy the company of other people and i talked that way last night which was good and that's something i think we definitely missed during covid
1: yeah that's really interesting yeah Sorry,
0: sorry. And no, I, I came yeah. out of it, and I was like, "Should we should do that more, or I should do that more? Just go and meet up people, just for the sake of it." Yeah, Which we don't, you know, whether it's like a walk or even like without the intention of it being a fucking fitness walk or something.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's important. Walks are amazing. Um, you just uh, you it's such a simple exercise, and yet you've come back, and your whole perspective is. Uh, Rain holiday preaches about it. Uh, Uh, from the Stoics about how many great people got their best ideas while out on a walk yeah so simple
0: yeah it's like uh, the subconscious part of your brain there was some study I was shown on this uh, it's that like if you're passively doing an activity so like driving walking something you can do on autopilot it then frees up Some part of your brain and your subconscious has allows you to process like different things, like creative thoughts, different pathways of thinking. Kind of subconsciously, allows you like walking is one of those things. I think it helps you. You definitely, if you have a problem and you go for a walk, you come back, you more often than not have some form of solution to that problem. Yeah, which is very interesting because you don't actually have to sit down and work it out or whatever. You just literally go and you you will figure it out somewhere in your head.
1: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, So we don't really have any answers. Do you, you, is there a thing, like Mark, you and I are very, um, I think we're more inclined than other people to talk to strangers. Yeah. We like to hunt out the curiosities in other people. Yeah. Yeah. And do you think that might be a factor in overcoming loneliness a little bit or talking to strangers, accepting that like we don't have to it's not the norm i think if it became a norm on buses that you didn't have your headphones in then like, if you came a norm not to have your headphones in or something like that we would be a little bit more open yeah if you were forced into it because now you don't you can go through your whole day without
0: having to talk to anybody and come out f- the far end of the day just fine like yeah Whereas before, you would have had to talk to people just to pass the time or whatever. Do you know, like, the train would become fucking boring if you had, no one had any phones. If you'd leave your phone or turn your phone off where you're on the train, like, people would have panic attacks. Yeah. Having to sit there with either their own thoughts or having to talk to strangers. But, like, it's... I don't know. It's, it's something I did have to overcome as well, like, is just being able to talk to strangers and just, like, learn how to have conversations with people, learn, you know, how to take the focus off yourself when you're talking to someone and make them the focus that will actually take away your own anxiety about it as well and it'll make the other person feel good it'll open them up to you then you can have a conversation you can get to know people and that's a skill that is built over time as well and just being able to go up and talk to someone and just approach them in a friendly manner and like you would be amazed what you can learn about people and how
1: different people are yeah when you were in um Australia, did you were you personal training at that stage? No, no, it was. did it ever appeal to you the idea of approaching people in the gym? You know, the way trainers in Australia do that. Uh, you come over and like do a talent. session, yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm
0: t- thankful I didn't have to do that really as a personal trainer because most personal trainers do have to work a gym floor. So right. and go over and you know, like ask someone to do one personal training or whatever, and I never had to do that, which I'm very lucky
1: yeah. for.
0: I started doing it during COVID. Um, but I do know someone who is a door-to-door salesman at the minute and uh, it's not a nice job. Really? It's not a nice job going door-to-door selling gas and electric to people who have gas and electric Yeah. in the evenings. like He starts at half 12 in the day, finishes at half 8 in the evening. So he's really? going door-to-door at half 8 on a Friday evening and Arclough knocking on people's doors, trying to sell them something they already have. Yeah. You get told to fuck off a lot. like. So that that builds character as well.
1: It does, yeah. Sure. I think we saw it when we went to James Smith's. Uh, oh, yeah, that's 100. what he done, Yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did he? Or oh, yeah. it? Oh, I didn't. I never dawned on me, actually. Yeah, but he said, what, uh, one in a hundred you'll get. Yeah. What so. it takes, he's just part of the 99 or whatever. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, so he just went, he was like, okay, if I knock on this many doors, I'll make this many sales and went and did it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Mark, have you another game?
0: Game number two not really a game questions i have for michael that i didn't want to google oh right okay. <laughs> question number one what right. is a fledgling um
1: someone's starting out I, start, right. I think it comes from a bird a bird uh, yeah like a, a fledgling leaving the nest um yeah i think that will be it thank you are we then googling this no, no 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 we're not, we're I, don't not. I don't want to google it um <laughs> Why, did this come up? Did you hear the word fledging
0: and you're like, what is that mean? I don't think I even heard it recently. I just, right. it was there and I said, yeah. sure, I might as well find out. Uh, is there actually a hill of Anna? Because I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> yes, there is. There is. Yes. yes uh, Sam Mally could have been lying to me this whole time. And we'll take a drink to Sam.
1: Yeah, indeed, yeah.
0: Who complained about our drinking on the podcast? Um... <laughs> What exactly makes something a catastrophe and not just a bad thing?
1: Oh, ah, that's interesting. What makes a catastrophe? I think something that completely destroys events. Something that, uh, a bad thing is something that can pass but wouldn't be overwhelmed by the general landscape or the general uh, nature of things. Okay, so catastrophe will be? Beyond repair, maybe? Yes, I think so. Bad thing. And then there's another example. What was it? You know, people use that word to describe World War II and you you only ever hear it once. Oh dear, it's not going to come to me. But yeah, it's one of those words that like, it's, it's meant to inflame. I don't know if, if it, no, I haven't discussed it. Um, <laughs> I find it always interesting when, and I definitely did this myself when I was a commentator. Mm. But whenever commentators use the words, It's chaos. Mm. It's mayhem. And I'm like, no, it couldn't be. It actually couldn't be. They're on a pitch. They're playing sport, you know, like, it's just, they're having a good time. Yeah. There's people lined up at the coffee dock 20 (laughs) metres away.
0: It's not chaos. (laughs) Why are we making wildflower gardens for bees and not houses for the homeless? Oh,
1: that's a laugh of someone who doesn't have the answer (laughs) Um, I don't know Mark I don't know Um, this is I think this is going to come up a little bit more and more because people say climate change climate change but the climate could always this is part of a cycle but like are we how do we respond to climate change in, in a way that is whole and responds to human need as well as the greater planet Um. It, it, this is a big question. It, it is happening in our own locality as well, in Esmond mm. Street, in Gory, where there's a plan for um, a plan for a wildflower garden for the homeless. <laughs> no, Mark. No, I'm, I'm going away from the question actually by going to Esmond Street. Right, wildflower garden. You want to go up by Little? I want to watch River. Uh, yeah.
0: If you want the answer, you have to go up by Little. Up by Little. Air Street.
1: Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Um, I don't know Mac I think housing in Ireland is a very difficult issue Difficult issue Next question (laughs) What does the word Loretto mean?
0: Oh That's a good question And you know what?
1: I don't think I know
0: We'll save that because we're not allowed to Google it So we'll we'll never know Yeah Uh, What is the most dangerous animal that has ever existed in Ireland?
1: Ireland? Ooh well, we had wolves but I don't think they're the most dangerous you know? record league James Flood <laughs> uh, of course <laughs> we
0: did have wolves didn't we
1: Ooh.
0: wolves did we have bears I'd say we had bears yeah
1: I think so really I, I, if I could google it I would google it but I you have I have a feeling I have a feeling <laughs> you have a feeling we had bears that's good enough for me
0: <laughs> uh, do you think the British were ever in fear of us or just gave us a country back so we'd stop oh. an eye on them That's really interesting. Do you think the British were ever in fear of us? Or do you think they gave us the country back so we'd stop annoying them? (laughs) Stop
1: annoying Yeah, I think, oh, it hurts every bone of my body, but I think definitely the latter. (laughs) I think so
0: too. Yeah, I think it is. I think we were more trouble than we were worth. <laughs> oh, someone is going to message me, I've already had messages from um member when we first started. Oh yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. from a, a certain community, from some com- yeah. a certain community but I don't know why I am the target <laughs> of their hatred. <laughs> I'm on your side um what is the oldest
1: religion we know of? Oh, that's very interesting. Did you watch that Graham Hancock Netflix thing? I think the oldest one in the world was on that. And it's kind of Sikh, or it's one of those ones. It's... it's. I don't think it's... No, I can say for definite, it's not Judaism, and it's not Catholicism, so it's something older than that, anyway. It would be uh, a multitude of gods. What's I mean, it paganism called? would have been earlier, all yeah. right? Or oh, maybe that was the case. Were there multiple gods? Pagan know. was, wasn't it? Like the god of
0: buckets. Of rain. Of, see, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: we'll go with paganism, sure. And yeah, you yeah. can correct us, listeners. Do you know any of the Breton laws?
1: No, no, no. I couldn't. I could guess them, but make them up. But no, do I no. know them? No. Gosh, <laughs> this <laughs> is <I'm> disappointing. <laughs> uh, who owns the Aran?
0: This is a three-part question. Okay. So, part I: Who owns the Aran Islands? The state. Which state? The Irish state. We own it. Yeah. We own the Iron Islands. Yeah. Tick. What language do they speak? Uh, Irish. Irish? Yeah, but they can speak English too. This question was supposed to be about the Isle of Man. (laughs) So let's start again. (laughs) Who owns the Isle of Man?
1: (laughs) Uh, The United Kingdom. Bastards. What language do they speak? (laughs) English. 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 What goes on there? What goes on?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think normal things. They do the Isle of Man TT. Yeah. The motorbike race. Oh! And apparently some maths were done here, but the speed they go at on the track they go on is faster than the conscious mind can think. Oh, wow. So it's all done so instinctively, basically. Like they couldn't possibly be consciously calculating what they're doing as they're doing it.
1: That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, what is a cacophony? It's a, it's a, a whole catalogue of noises. It's uh, noises? Yeah noises it's so very would it, loud very loud yeah. will be musical could be musical it could be a gaggle of geese it could uh, be a lot of school children it could be a cacophony noise when a full back is put on its backside in a junior b football match as has been the case mm. uh okay michael That's great. lovely lovely well done mark i like Thank the you. variety of your games um a smog mark you we were talking about where we talking about it before we came on I yeah. think. and uh so uh, shame of saying how it's linked to the canada wildfires but it is a bit of uh it looks very eerie when you see the 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 pictures of new york at the moment did you see them or? some of them yeah
0: yeah it's all orange kind of
1: fog yeah yeah what I found interesting is that there was a there's a photo in the Washington Post um of smog in nineteen sixty six in New York. Right. And you can see, I might have it here. You could see just how um yeah. Um on the left yeah, so on the left it's nineteen sixty six. Yeah. And on the right wow. it's the orange stuff. So smog in New York isn't unusual. Yeah. What that was caused by was um the the all the um all the coal and they use they had plants nearby that were using uh, coal so then because of the smog they ordered that all incinerators were to close and all utility companies were to use natural gas
0: Right.
1: so I don't know if they stuck by that or whatever but I did find it interesting that they actually um, made those drastic changes back then yeah. someone was told to wash pollution off your face and hacking and hands so that was what you had to do like that that the smog was actually sticking to you Jesus. so like it's amazing how that our surroundings are speaking to us in those events. In that, like, it, it was so bad that it was d- deemed appropriate to actually um, go and um, stop using coal in the plants and that sort of thing. Yeah,
0: but the fires at the minute are being caused by natural wildfires or something, are they?
1: Shane, have you That's any idea? I don't want to say, yeah,
2: no. I just heard that it was. Um... Yeah, wildfires, probably close to the Canadian border, like America. So like, it's all the focuses on New York, but it's wildfires in fucking Canada. Yeah. It's like, yes, let's yeah. just make it all about America, but yeah. don't look at what it's happening to the forests or whatever in Canada. Like, yeah, All the focus is on New York, because New York is dark now. Yeah.
1: yeah. And Mark, you were listening to Seth Golden on the Tim Ferriss, and you were saying how he doesn't travel anywhere. Did he have big views? What was, what was his eureka moment when it came to climate change? I think he read a certain book. I can't remember the name of the book he said, but he said his
0: eyes were kind of open then. And ever since, that has become kind of his sole purpose is is climate change and tackling it. And he doesn't travel anywhere for work now. He doesn't fly anywhere. Seth Golden is an uh,
1: author. He wrote, you read some of his books? Didn't you? Yeah, he's big on marketing. Yeah, so, yeah, big on marketing. Very influential. Um, yeah. I think our biggest issue with climate is like how our actions here could actually have an impact, but yet india and china are meant to have i i hear it said a lot like oh sure india and china are just going to do their own thing anyway so why Mm. do we do it but like is there a a link then to if we took more care of our environment would we as a people be happier Mm. instead of like thinking that oh this is something we have to do to Mm. keep our overlords happy you know instead of that maybe it's just about an expression of our being that if we took more more care of the soil and more wildflower gardens that we just might be more in touch with nature yeah 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 yeah
2: i was talking to roisin's cousins from glasgow last night they're over for a few days and they're saying they couldn't believe how clean ireland is compared right. to uh, scotland apparently litter is a massive issue in in glasgow and around surrounding areas like you've, all fast food places like uh, anywhere near a drive through, like finding the roads are just covered in litter like costa coffee cups burger king wrappers, kfc wrappers, like anywhere you go there's rappers everywhere like and the uh, councils and everything there's not a big clean up effort or a big drive to stop all this like doesn't it's just the is a massive issue and you couldn't believe when they were driving through towns and all in ireland That like there's no litter you wouldn't see it like but like it's just mad to see how like we just take it for granted that like we don't really litter and everyone does their own bit like or whatever and it's just gonna be opposite in scotland like they're dealing with massive issues of litter around the place yeah and then apparently one of them is big into kayaking and then it goes off into lakes and all in. Rivers in Scotland, and even when you go to there, people that we go on camping for a weekend or whatever, they leave their tents there, leave the poles there, leave the rubbish there. Like it's massive issue with the
1: people over there
0: littering. Like yeah, fuck, that's mad. I hate that. I hate littering. I hate the sight of it. Like that's like, even just thinking there. Like I seen a Costa cup on the ground the other day, and I was like, what fucking idiot did that like? Yeah. I just threw their shit out, or you'd see a bag of chips on the side of the road on a Sunday morning, like someone fucked it out the window. Mm.
1: That's mental. Don't be doing
0: that. Don't be doing that. Down yeah. with that sort of thing. Shall we intersperse? Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. Okay, so who wants to be a pillionaire? This is not about drugs, it's about Paper Tuesdays. It's ah. Okay, so for Michael. Yes. <laughs> I'm Chris Tarrant, and welcome to Who Wants to Be a Pillionaire. My guest today is Michael Dwyer from Coronation Street. You may know him as Wendy. Okay, so for 250 pills, Michael, how many times, how many times does the average person laugh in a day? is it a zero is it b 40 is it c 13 is it d 100 okay i'm going to say 40. do
1: you want to phone a friend um yeah actually i will yeah okay (laughs) how many i only get one phone a friend don't we yeah okay um right who are we going to phone who have we chosen michael who's Uh, your pre-selected Oh, pre- oh, it's pretty Oh, my goodness. I tell you what, she get got a right kick out of it. I'm going to ring Stephanie Byrne. Stephanie Byrne.
0: I'm supposed to do this. I'm the host. Oh, host. you're the host. let make sure
1: she has the independent adjudicator. Hi,
2: Stephanie
1: here. I Can't take your call. Oh. Do we have a backup? Uh, no. Oh, do we have a backup? I might oh, just can I use Can I call you You can you use Shane. All oh, oh, right, Shane, how are you? Okay, Shane. So <laughs> we have
0: A, zero. B, 40. C, 13. D, 100. Um, I'll just go yeah. through those again. A, zero. C, <laughs> <Yeah>. 13. <laughs> D. I say
1: C-13. <laughs> hey! Oh, thanks, Shane. I you my
0: time. <laughs> 250 pills in the <laughs> bank. Okay, brilliant. Moving on, then, for 500 pills, what is a Rocky Mountain oyster made from? Is it A, fudge and marshmallows? Is it B, cats? Is it C, bull testicles? Or is it D, oysters? Uh, oysters. Would you like to use your 50 50? Yeah, yeah, it okay, So we are eliminating fudge marshmallows and oysters. <laughs> okay. It's either B, cats, or C, bull testicles. Is it bull testicles? 500 <laughs> pills secured.
1: <clears throat> Marvelous.
0: Michael, for 1,000 pills, how long is New Zealand's 90 mile beach? Is it A, 55 miles? Is it C, 66 miles? Is it C, 109 miles, or is it D, nine miles?
2: There's
1: two Cs on that one. <laughs> um, 109 miles. Do I have another option? You do. <laughs> Ask the audience. Well, Ask the audience. <laughs>
2: get get mam Ma
1: up here. But <laughs> I phone another one? Yeah, I, I, phone, use your phone, a friend. Wreck, yeah. um, I got to James Foot. Oh yes.
0: Hello, Michael. Hello, James. Mark Halpin here with Paper Tuesdays. We're hosting. Who wants Hello, to? Mark. We're hosting. Who wants to be a millionaire? Here, your friend Michael is our guest. Right. What's so, the for one hundred pills, how long is New Zealand's ninety <coughs> mile? How long is New Zealand's ninety mile beach? Is it a fifty-five miles? B sixty-six miles. C, 109 miles, or D, nine miles? The 90 miles
1: each?
0: Yeah. I'll give you the options again. Is it A, 55 miles? Is it B, 66 miles? Is it C, 109 miles? Or is it D, nine miles? (laughs) That's
1: a fucking stupid question.
0: That's absolutely like. Where did you get that question from? That is stupid question <laughs> I have ever heard, and the stupid answer. We're gonna have to take your answer here, James. You have thirty seconds. I don't know there's no time started there now. You're wrong there. Oh, Horse fuck! Fucking hell! Oh, he's gone. The time ran out. Sorry, James.
1: Okay, okay, radio. He was great help. Was that? Do you say a great help?
0: The answer is a fifty-five miles. Okay. I get a thousand pills. You get a thousand pills. Well, you have a thousand pills okay. secure, but if you get this next one wrong, it's all gone. Okay. For two thousand five hundred pills, what do Americans refer to pizza as? Is it a communion? Is it b freedom bread? Is it c pie, or is it d Uh-oh. communist? That's oh close there. C or D. We're going with c pie. Ah. No, 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 no. Correct. For 10,000 pills. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know there
2: was a return
0: call from a friend. He's gone, he's gone. He's gone. No, his time ran out. Just answer and say your time ran out and then hang up. James, they're telling me the
1: time rang out. Jeez, we
0: nearly got fucking mowed over there, but we're okay, we're alive. Uh, the answer is six 65 miles, by the way.
1: <laughs> hey, <laughs> correct. Thanks, did. James. Thanks, James. Good luck, good luck. Oh, good luck <laughs> <laughs> okay Michael for
0: 10,000 pills how many months have 28 days in them um, is it a all right one is it b two is it c six or is it d all of them oh i'm going with d all of them correct oh, very good question i have been missing a vital part of this game i think i, you so. I know i been forgetting to ask you is it your final answer
1: oh yeah
0: for 500,000 pills. Oh my goodness. What famous actor secretly entered a lookalike contest based on himself yeah. and placed third? Ooh. Is it A, Jack McAvoy? Is it B, Brendan Gleason? Is it C, Mick Gleason? Or is it D, Charlie
1: Chaplin? <laughs> uh, ooh. I think it's B, Brendan Gleason. Is that your final answer? Actually, no, is it gonna we changed it to D. Correct!
0: A sudden change of heart from Michael Dwyer. Amazing. Okay. You are now two questions away from the million. For 750,000 pills, what is the collective noun for a group of pandas? Is it A, Ross Lair? Is it B, a gaggle? Is it C, an embarrassment? Or is it D, a fuckload?
1: I think it's C, an embarrassment. Correct. <laughs> We're going to take a short break here. And the break is over. Okay.
0: Right. For one million pills, we have a true or false question.
1: So have I'll be two... selling them outside sports um, Monday morning.
0: Selling <laughs> what? The pill. your pills. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> For what? <laughs> yeah, I don't need to ask you what do you plan to do with your pills. Uh, true or false? You can sneeze in your sleep. True. False. false false you oh, can't I sneeze in your sleep so close so close <laughs> unfortunately you get nothing oh that's like, the way it goes look we'll get you a gift card or something ah, i suppose.
1: yeah, yeah. I think so you should look thanks take.
0: yeah look uh, you have your flowers, flowers yeah. and look yeah. you had fun you had fun. And that's all fun. that
1: matters yes yeah yeah mark you brought great lightness to today's podcast. Thank, well, thank you very, you very much. much. No, you're very yes. welcome. It's my pleasure. I have much. no real other topics, but I'm actually going to I'm going to do something now. I'm going to just uh, look to whatever this. Um, oh, actually, it could be quite personal. So I'm just going to go to a random page and read out what it says on it. Okay. Uh, group should develop its capacity. Happy to support transparency. Please confirm. <laughs> Are you
0: to confirm?
1: <laughs> <laughs> there is so much. I am grateful. There's oh, this a yeah. bit of grateful here.
0: Well, we'll end oh. on a bit of gratitude.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes, gratitude, yeah. So, Mark, what are you grateful for today?
0: I am grateful that the sun is out. Oh, lovely. It's, it's summer now, it's no longer cold. Yeah. I'm grateful for rivers in mountains. I'm grateful for butterflies. I'm grateful for grass. I'm grateful for bears and the fish that they eat. I'm grateful for beef and I'm grateful for eggs and I'm grateful for stones and I'm grateful for cars. And I'm grateful for hair.
1: Mm-hmm. Michael, I'm grateful for carpet. Ah, I'm grateful for. Nora, yes, i uh, <laughs> grateful for Breed Senior. i yes. grateful for Ashton, grateful for the clouds. Mm grateful for the sun. Mm. i grateful for French's. Mm. I'm grateful for Shane and Shane helping marketing. Mm. i grateful for helping furniture. Mm. i grateful for me for mm. showing up today. But yes. yeah. am grateful for Mark and all his funny games. Mm. And um, I'm grateful for Japan. Ah, That's yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: a great one to end on. Konnichiwa! <laughs>